Welcome to the Film Sessions Podcast. Today, we are excited to feature Hua Ming. Uh, if you would like to introduce yourselves to us. Oh yeah, of course, yeah. So, hi everyone, my name is Hua Ming Wen. I'm an animated filmmaker, motion designer, and visual development artist based in LA. Um, I just graduated from UCLA with an MFA in animation. As for now, I'm a full-time motion designer. Congratulations, man, congratulations. Thank you. So, now that you have to introduce yourself, uh, I would kind of like to peek into your origins a little bit. Um, what inspired you to get started in motion design and animation? If it was, it doesn't have to be from your youth, but if it is, that, that would be so romantic. But if it was a certain movie or a show, if it was a person that got you into it, or if it was a moment where mm -hmm. you recognize this is what you wanted to do, what would that be? I would say that at the very beginning, I received most of my inspiration from actually watching Japanese anime from a very young age. Um, I really loved the the, the, stu the the Studio Ghibli movies and also the ones by Satoshi Khan and Masaki Yuasa. I just adore how these filmmakers are able to evoke such dreamlike images with their animation. And at the same time, they're also making these like super sharp social commentaries um, in this sort of metaphorical way that only animation can pull off. So seeing their work really made me aspire to take on animated filmmaking as a lifelong passion as well. Spirited Away? Is that Spirited. a fave? Uh, yeah, like one of my favorites for sure. <laughs> uh, whenever someone mentions Studio Ghibli, I, I, I just get jittery. I don't know. Maybe that's <laughs> just the anime nerd in me. I don't know. Probably a little, my sister would say it's a little weird, but you know, oh well. Um, an, an, an anime nerd for sure. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So how have you continued to pursue your career in filmmaking? Has there been moments where you've had to stop just because or you needed a break? Or has there been obstacles you've had to endure to keep pushing through? Um, I would, For me, I would say that at the very beginning, I wanted to study animation as my as I'm going to like universities and stuff. But um, there weren't, I guess my portfolio wasn't really ready by then, so I chose to study a mo uh, mo uh, sorry, motion design at college, which actually taught me a lot about graphic design, storytelling, and animation as a time-based medium. And later I entered grad school for animation, where I was actually making one short film every year, and I tried to put those films out there by submitting them to film, film uh, fe uh, festivals and stuff. And I will also include them in my own reels to show to potential studios and recruiters and hopefully to get a job from there, sort of like that. Yeah. Okay. All right. So now we can talk about your film. Uh, tell us the name and what is it about? Oh, yeah. My, my film's name is Homecoming. Um, so essentially, it's about a discontented woman who, in her own imagination, meets the ghosts, the, the ghosts of her past as she returns to her hometown Shanghai. So as she sort of like collides and overlaps with her childhood self in this ghost parade, she's reminded of who she used to be as a bold, carefree spirit. And this sort of, sort of like re rejuvenating experience has given her the strength to move forward with her life as well. So that's basically the synopsis of the movie. <laughs> yeah. All right, cool, cool. So what would be the one thing you wanted your audience to come away with after watching your film? If it was a message or just a feeling, what would you say that one thing was? Yeah, I would say there's actually no big like moral takeaway from this story, but 
mainly I was trying to capture the mood of like nostalgia and there's also this kind of eerie feeling once you return to somewhere that you used to be so familiar with, like your hometown or something. I feel like this tends to trigger some of the deepest memories within us. And also the story itself is also about like how reminding us of the past can kind of solidify who we are currently and also give us a stronger foothold into the future. Okay. All right. Okay. So <laughs> if you may, could you walk us through the process of making this animation? If oh, there was any like serious shortcomings or just surprises you've had to deal with or anything along those lines? Oh yeah, of course. I feel like it was quite a challenge for me to take on this little short film. Um, I think at first it was like making concept arts, including storyboards, character design and location design. And since I have to basically do everything by myself and I'm not, not like a, 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 an expert in, in any of those. So I actually spent a lot of time trying to dig into any every one of those fields. And also since the film is based in Shanghai, I wanted the, the locations to look as authentic as possible, featuring some of the most iconic alleyways and streets of Shanghai. So I asked my parents to take like pictures of Shanghai while I'm actually away in the, in the US. And um, once I moved into production, I, I polished the backgrounds and started to animating and um, basically frame by frame hand drawn animation, like the most traditional and tedious way possible. And then also reach out to Shook, which is a really amazing musician to compose the music for the film. And eventually I was able to, ba to basically put everything together um, by com composited all the materials and sounds and also added lighting um, in order to form this final picture. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, whenever someone tells me that they 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 get music in, I'm just like, oh, okay. Because I, I feel like you can get a good, I feel like that's the purest way to capture the essence of a film is by music. Maybe that's just me. I don't know. But mm -hmm. that's certainly interesting. And you also had your parents on a scouting mission. <laughs> yeah, of course. Okay. Yeah. All right. So what other films have you made in your past were they projects where you just like were doing it just you know just to kick it up and just have some fun stuff on there or were were these projects something you worked on fully knowing that this is how you wanted to start your animation and motion designing career um uh, i i guess besides homecoming i also have like one other short film that i made in the past it's sort of like it's kind of quite similar to homecoming in terms of concepts they kind of like i don't know like foreshadow like my future of making homecoming <laughs> as well but like um yeah like it's a little short animated film it might not look as polished as homecoming it's called like the other half of the apple um it's also about like how one's past can sort of like re-energize and heal the current self and this one is also on on bit um bit oh sorry Vimeo and um yeah yeah I think that's like the the other film that I'd like to mention besides this one okay so from the past let's talk about the future what future stuff do you have in store or is there a certain thing you would like to try doing in your future what's the storyboard of your animation career looking like oh um that's a very interesting question like yes of course i like to i guess make more films in the future but i guess like um uh, uh, for for currently i would like to work in groups first in like larger in larger like film pr pr uh, pr productions or like even just like larger projects overall and mm -hmm. then i'll probably start my project again from there like to start my own like pet project or something once i've gained more experience because i feel like i just graduated so i probably need to you know, get my hands into like apply what I've learned in real life situations and stuff. And then, yeah, and once I've 
feel like I have more more like experience and stuff, I would like to make my own stuff again. Okay, all right, that's that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> so, I already sort of fingered at this before with mentioning Spirited Away, but do you have a favorite movie? And I like to ask this question because nobody likes answering it. So, <laughs> I like to see sort of the reactions I get. But if you could choose one, what would that one be? Mm, yeah, just there's that just uh, uh that uh definitely a lot that I really like but I would say that my all-time favorite would be Castle in the Sky it's an animated film by Hayao Miyazaki and also uh, Studio Ghibli as well um I just really love like the overall concept of the movie it's kind of like this otherworldly story where like the really fun characters they go on like adventure and then they you know go go to like see this castle in the sky and there's like wars like going on and then it's just like really fun and overall and yeah, I also just really enjoy it. it's like absolutely like gor uh, gor uh, gorgeous and, and, and moody uh, scen uh, scenery as well. Um, yeah, also really, really, really love the, the theme score from from the film. And yeah, I, sorry, I watched it as a kid and ever since has become my my all my all time fa uh, favorite, I would say. Yeah, I probably watched Castle in the Sky five six years ago <laughs> unfortunately i don't remember much so that's probably a sign i should probably watch it again but oh. i definitely remember enjoying it at the time so there, i don't i don't see how i wouldn't enjoy it again yeah, so yeah so what is a resource that you would recommend to other film or animators as well animators or filmmakers whichever what is a resource you would recommend them to use for their journeys whether it's having a person or a group as a support system for you, someone to keep you on time, or if it's a literal resource, like a platform or a device or a camera or a website, what would that one resource be? Um, I have like many different resources that I like to recommend. And for me, I'm okay. most individual part of animation. So I actually spend a lot of time on concept art and visual development. And I will probably recommend most of the art of books, like the art of Spirited Away, art of Spider-Man, etc. And you'll find out a lot about like the behind the scenes sketches and concept arts from your favorite movies from there. And maybe try to study and try to apply it to your own designs and projects as well. And I also just really love like watching free, free tutorials as well. Like I learned a lot about like color and light through like Tonko houses like you 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 uh you YouTube channel and also for 2D animation I learned a lot from Toniko Patua's tutorials and if you want to study like cinematography and just like still images and composition there's like filmgrab.com for live action or like animationscreencaps.com for animation where you can find a bunch of like film stills and then you can just like like try to learn from from those stills I would say yeah okay all right so now that I've asked you for one tangible resource, if I may ask you about an intangible resource, advice or tips, what would be a piece of advice or some good tips you would give to aspiring filmmakers who haven't started yet, but want to, if there's some wisdom you could give them so they can get their gears grinding? I see. Um, I feel like for a question like this, I should say something like follow your own heart and make what you want, which is exactly what I did. But I would also like to say what is equally important is like um, try to get to know who your who your uh, 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 sorry your audiences and also know, know them well. Because um, like if you like to have an, an, an audience group besides just yourself and your family, it's probably quite essential for you to make sure that your film can reach the right group of people who are actually more will be more likely to appreciate your work and stuff. 
Um, like, is your film more for like young adults or is it targeting like older generations? Is it more commercial or is it more experimental or artsy? Um, this will also come in handy when you're actually submitting your work to the film festivals, because um, in reality, you'll receive more po positive feedback. Where actually, if you're like if you've like done done your your re, your your research well and you're tar targeting film festivals, that actually share like similar things and style with your films, and that way you it's more likely for you to be accepted by those film festivals as well. So yeah, I think it's really very important to like to define like who will actually be the kind of people that will be like that will that will really enjoy your films and to 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 appre appreciate it more. I I would say yeah. Okay. Okay. So if we can switch back to your film, your animation real quick. Um, you mentioned how you wanted just to get capture that feeling of nostalgia. Would you if you were if you were to look at it, obviously you made the film, so I guess you can it's hard for you to remove yourself from it. But if you were to remove yourself from it and then watch it as you know, as a spectator. Would how much do you think how you view or how much that you've like because you mentioned this nostalgia, of course, mm -hmm. growing up, how much of your experience growing up do you think you have actually inputted into the film or into the mo into the movie without realizing it? Or if you did realize it, is there a specific reason why sort of how much of yourself did you put into the movie? I feel like it's actually an exact like re replica of myself in the movie. I put everything in there basically. Like, um, even though like I'm, you know, I'm quite shy. I don't really like to like say like really specific things that happen in my life. I will, I will like prefer to kind of say it in this sort of like metaphorical way. Like mm -hmm. the woman in the film, she meets like her her childhood self, and then like she meets like ghosts of her past. Like I think I'm I'm using it more as a as a like as a me, as a uh, me, uh, me, me, metaphor for like how she to, to to say that like how much she has re, 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 she has re remembered about herself and also like how by going back to her hometown like her 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 her, her, uh, her memories start to like sort of sort of like come come to life and then like she's able to remember who she who she uh, used to be I would say and then like yeah I was just trying to basically like input those all those like visual information inside of the, the film as well and hoping people to, to get like what I'm trying to say but even though like this might not always like work out in the same way that I would expect my 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 my, my audience to to inter interpret them I would say but like yeah I, I think I'm still really glad that like um I guess people are able to like to to find find it fun to to to, to watch and then yeah that really gives me a lot a lot of courage to even to just like share it on on like social media and platforms as well so yeah, that's basically yeah. I basically put all all of my 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 little 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 things in in like little like I don't know like I guess like what what made what what made what made what make makes me who I am like inside of the film. Yeah. All right, cool. So now that you mentioned social media, that's a good segue to the last question, which is not really a question. It's just more promotional stuff. Uh, your social medias, where can we find your past projects? Where can we find the future stuff that you work on? Where can we find things that you're, you know, updates on what you're doing? Where can we find these kind of things at? Oh, yeah. Uh, I, mainly, I mainly post my new art on, on my Instagram. And it's um, the, the, the handle is at Mintamon. So like M-I-N-T-A-M-O-N-N. -N. Yeah, that's where you'll be able to find most of my future stuff. Thank you. Of course, of course, no problem. By the way, you did great. So if you were nervous, don't worry about it because 
you were fantastic and <laughs> unfortunately this is the end so <laughs> i have to thank you Huamin, for being on the film sessions podcast today it was great having you i always like having animators on because i kind of get to learn a little different alternative way to the filmmaking process and sort of seeing the alternative world that's still within the same sphere so i always like interviewing animators and uh it was great having you and uh blessed success to your future yeah it was really a great pleasure talking to you too voices <laughs> <laughs>